Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. right? Right. Keep right. it in control so you don't feel like you have to take a whole month off. Thank you, Dad. Uh. <laughs> Christopher? <laughs> oh, that really sounded like my that dad. That was pretty good, wasn't Holy it? Holy crap. Listening. They just gave me a shiver down my spine. <laughs> Whoa, that's right. Ahmed Fareed's getting to know me too well. He is doing imitations of my father, and yep. they're pretty good. It is Monday, August 29th. Some may call it the greatest day ever invented. I just call it my birthday, okay. okay? Just letting you know. That's just that's just the word on the streets. What's up? Chris Sims on button. <laughs> we got the preseason in the bag. Yeah. We're done with that. We're going to do AFC, uh, AFC win totals over unders today. Yep. And Ahmed Fareed is here. Yep. He flew back home on the private jet just to get here for Chris Sims' birthday. For your birthday. Unbuttoned podcast. Back from Miami late. No, it's a good Shivers down my spine. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that again if I tried. That was a perfect. That uh, was pretty good. That was big Phil right there. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you, Ahmed. Thank you very much. You're a good friend. Thank 42. you. 42. 42. The old Jackie Robinson today. That's not bad. 40. That's what I am. Yeah. I'm 42. Hey, Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. 42, pretty non-eventful. 40 right. was pretty impactful, Yeah, I think. You, yeah, you look at that number and you're like, that's not right. It's a cool number. Like, yeah. I think of Ronnie Lott, and yeah, I always think of Jackie Robinson when you think 42. It's, it's cool, but yeah. you're right. It's nothing like... Nothing landmark-wise. I was yeah. just thinking, like, if you get to 45, I think it's probably like, oh, man, I'm halfway to 50 in the yeah. 40s here. But you still feel like, all right, I'm still a I'm long still way a from 50. Way. Right, right. And I'm feeling good right now. I mean, I'm still like, okay, 42, so what? What's the difference between 41 and 40? Agreed. Yeah, and physically, I actually feel better now than I did when I was 41 or 40 because I have some of my back and hip issues figured out, so... Yeah, yeah, it's a good good start. And then smoke some weed this weekend. That was <laughs> yeah. big, Almond. It was yeah. big. It was a fun weekend. Did you feel like yourself again? I did. Well, I mean, not the first time I smoked it. Holy really? crapola, yes. You, you know, you, you, again, I had quite a tolerance built up through the month of July. I was wondering if it's yeah. the same as alcohol, right? If, if I go a month without drinking any alcohol and then I do, it's like one glass of it's Maker's It's probably more Mark. jarring. Really? Yeah. More. I think if you went a month without alcohol and then took one drink, I think you'd like to take, you know, again, maybe one hit. I don't know, but I didn't take one. I was, yeah. I don't know. It was like, <laughs> Can't I kind of lost it just time. I kind of yeah. lost time. I was literally talking to my wife and just small this is nice and smoking and i don't know if it was like hit five or six but then it hit me and i was like whoa and i had to like stand up and 
you know, my wife and daughter were like, what, what's going on? Cause we were outside and I yeah. was like, I, I was like, Whoa, it just hit me. I need to put this out. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I was really like on cloud nine for real. So yes, there was definitely a, an adjustment period there, but it was nice to, to be back on it a little your bit. Your daughter looks at your wife and goes, what a rookie. I, Man, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Can't yeah. Handle it. I, I know. Right. What an amateur. So. Well, I'm glad that you're celebrating it with us. This Thank is you. a good time to have a birthday it is. right before the football season. Definitely. It's like, what a, what a great time. New good and year. bad when you were in school. School, it wasn't that good because you were like, oh, man, my birthday means school's coming around the corner. That's I guess, but it's good. like a silver lining. It's right. like, well, school's starting, but at least I have my birthday and I'm going to get some presents. Well, I yeah, I guess there's that aspect. And it's football season, so that was that's, a silver lining more than anything, right? And so we'll see. But, I mean, you, you didn't get me a gift. Uh, no, I, I didn't get you a gift. But I, You wore the yellow pants, which is great. That's kind of a gift <laughs> in itself. Yes, okay. yeah. So Pete texted me this morning. He goes, hey, by the way, it's Chris's birthday. I was like, oh, crap. I go, I should have made him a shirt. I, I mean, I was a expecting shirt. a shirt. I mean, then the fact that you're going to just wear it in my face <laughs> on my birthday. Here we are more than a year later. I've still got gotten a shirt. I thought today was the day. I really felt so, like I'm going to probably bring a shirt for me today. I know. This is going to be great. Today would have been the perfect day yes. to bring that out. It would have been. But, um, uh, but not no, as close I'm, to friends as I thought. I'm wearing it, and I'm rubbing it in your face. Good, good. And uh, no, it's, it's like the merch for our homies. It's in development. Yeah, it's, you in, know, development. it's in development. Yeah, right, right. I think we're about a year yeah, away. Just like our YouTube page. A year it's, and a half away. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're in development. Speaking of that, YouTube don't page. speak of it. Hold on. <laughs> I got two hosts. One who didn't give me a T-shirt that yes. he wears and flaunts in my face. Yes. The other host, the asshole Florio, is. 37 miles down the road and did the show from there today. Didn't come in. So I don't know. I guess the guys I work with don't apparently oh, like no, me No, 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 no. I oh, showed God. up. I showed up. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, I'm thank here you. in your presence. And no, what? I gave you a hug within <laughs> within 10 seconds of seeing you, right? Because oh. I, I knew I didn't have a t-shirt yes, for you. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. So I, I had to give you a, a hug right there. Uh, this is We have 42 trivia here, Oh, I like this. This caught Chris's eye. All right, we got 42 Ooh. trivia. What Hall of Fame wide receiver won two Super Bowls Ooh. wearing oh, uh, number 42? Wow, wide receiver with yeah. 42. Paul Warfield. Paul Warfield. What? Right, Dolphins. You got Dolphins. it. Dolphins. I'm a historian here. That was a good one. And then who won Super Bowl? Come on, Pete. Who you don't won think I'm going to know who won 42. Super Bowl 42? Big Blue, baby. The G-Man. They beat the Patri- Patriots. The yeah. Patriots. Isn't that crazy? The, they won Super Bowl 21. Yep. And then 21 years later, they won Super Bowl 42. Ooh. And then four years after that, they won Super Bowl 46, which four years after Super Bowl 21, they won Super Bowl 25. Jeez. Isn't that kind of funny how it works out like that sometimes? There's a lot of twos like and fours and yeah. 21s. Doubling. And, and so right. it's like what? They won 21, 42. So now they it's They won what? 21... 25, 42, 46. 46. Now they're going to win 63 and 67. So we got a lot. What are we up to this year? Which one are we doing? <laughs> we're getting there. Which? 50, Seven. 57. Seven, I think so. Yeah, so 57. they're getting there. Hey, they, you know, it's right around the corner. Six year plan. Probably about right. <laughs> the 21 year plan. <laughs> <laughs> For where this roster is right now. Um, so happy birthday, um, uh, Chris. The, Thank you. The t shirt is in the mail. Yeah, sure it is. Uh, for my birthday, I hope we get to 50,000. Uh, subscribers, you don't even know when my birthday is. I keep that mm, under wraps. You're right. I don't know when your you birthday is. You do actually is. because know, it's come up before. I know it has, and I'm a bad friend it, like you. They, they, sh- they sh- <laughs> it's shared with uh, someone close to you. Gosh, what is it? November? November eighteenth. November nineteenth. Not nineteenth. Third. You're with my dad. I'm with your dad. Damn, you guys are so different. It's That's funny what... <laughs> that you guys are both Scorpios. Both Scorpios. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. And I can do the uh, impression of him saying your name. Right. Uh, by the way, we're not up to fifty thousand yet. 
uh, our YouTube page, our new football YouTube page. We got to get there. We're up to thirty-two thousand subscribers. Well, we're and making so we jumps are, here. We are making jumps. Pete wow. says we picked up over five thousand over the weekend. We have a new video promoting it where Peter King is blowing off uh, our guy Josh Allen. Oh, I made it! Oh, you're in there. With their awkward, With your uh, awkward handshake. handshake. <laughs> Great, great is right. Matt great. Barry, Jay Croucher is in this new video. Snoop Dogg Snoop still Dogg in the video. Dog. He yes. might be back this year. I don't know. I mean, we're not even sure, but we're, we're putting sure. him in the sizzle reel no matter what, just to <laughs> yeah. get you to buy in. So I don't know what's <laughs> worse there. So I was like, I complained about not being in the promotional video, and now I'm in it yeah. giving an awkward handshake. Right. Well, I don't know what right. was, I don't well, know what was no, worse. It's better to be in it. It's better to be in it than not in it at all. That's even true. Even though if Good you call. do look like kind of a nerd and then bad handshake, that's fine. That's You're cool. included. Yeah. It's like, hey, if your friends are all making fun of you, at right. least they are acknowledging you. You're, You're part of the group. Yeah. You're a friend to be made fun of. Um, so that's our NFL on uh, NBC YouTube page. If you have not subscribed, do it. we got 18 more thousand, and you'll never hear of this promo ever again. Uh, we are going to do the AFC win totals. You've gone through every team. Have you gone through their schedules too? Or I have. Wow, I did. I went through their schedules. I just wrote a few notes on each of them. Okay, you know, I got my playoff bracket ready. Okay, I got. I've got it all the way down to the championship game and Dang. who I think is going to win. I don't know if we're going to do Super Bowl participant. So, okay, but I, I, I did it all. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got all that coming up. Our yeah. AFC win totals. You sound like you didn't have yours <laughs> from like every that. team. I've got mine. Okay. I got my playoff teams. I got my division winners. Good. I don't have the bracket. I don't yeah. have the full bracket. I'm okay. not going to do the over under. But right. I've got my playoff teams. Right, I'm putting good. my neck on a line. Good. Thank you. Thank the you. The line. Some the would line. say. Yeah. Or a line. <laughs> Whichever one. <laughs> you know, it's out there though. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but before we get to that, we got some reactions to week three in the preseason. Uh, so we're going to get to some of these teams, and then we'll get to our AFC win total. Let's just start with the 49ers because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there. There's been a lot going on there for a couple of years now. We've known that they wanted to move on from Jimmy G uh, a couple years ago. They traded up. They got Trey Lance. They shot away a couple first-round draft picks. And now in the preseason, there have been some concerns with right. Trey Lance. And Jimmy G is still on the roster, even though they say they want to trade him. They're going to trade him. They might just end up cutting him, even though they say they don't want to do that. So is he staying on the roster or not? What's going on with the quarterbacks? Nick D. Panfalis says, uh, but won't keep Jimmy on the roster, undermine Trey. So he is wondering if keeping Jimmy on the roster is going to undermine Trey. The Niners appear to be in a no-win position, but they really have no choice but to cut Jimmy due to the bed they have made with Trey. Yeah, right. they, they do seem to be in a tight spot right now. They are, yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, yes. I, I would go, yeah, yeah. We, we want Trey to be the guy, and we'll get rid of Jimmy, and that's all good. Like, definitely. You know, you've heard me say that all offseason. Why would you want that? Why would you want that hovering over your team? Why would you want, you know, the locker room to have issues about, hey, the old guy, the new guy, who do we go with here? You know, you don't want the new guy looking over his shoulder. But I'm going to say, like, watching that game and, and thinking and talking football this weekend – like I, I just I'm gonna change my tune and and again I mean I'm yeah I'm just gonna kind of observe some of the details and things I've studied here over the preseason that are concerning to me, you know again I know Trey Lance you know has the uh, potential and the ability to have high end talent I, I understand it. it's a strong arm we know he's a good athlete I know he's willing to work but 
Man, it's it's risky. And and as we're both saying, and what we said last week, I mean, I think the 49ers roster is the best in football. You thought it was the second best in football. Yep. Not to say we know it all. And I know some people online have given me some pushback a little bit about the offensive line. And I go, well, I'm still not that worried about Aaron Banks and Buford in the middle and that. They got talent. It's, it's not always going to be perfect in preseason for young old linemen. And it's going to be damn good. All right? But here here's where I just – I change my tune. I one go – and, and and I'm speaking to my buddy Kyle Shanahan here and just go, one, all right, team's awesome, Super Bowl team. Quarterback's a major question. Quarterback did not look good in preseason game number three. Did not. I don't care what any, you know, I, I think everybody kind of saw that. Ryan Fitzpatrick at halftime, I think he even tried to say that lightly. You know, there's just no control over the ball on pretty easy throws. You know, even some completions, as we talked about for the last two years, where you go, yeah, it was complete, but that guy was running free over the middle of the field, and if it's on target, it's it should be a 30-yard gain, not a seven-yard, whoa, what a catch in the ground. You know, two of the sacks, it's, hey, people are open. you got to learn to kind of feel the pocket and make the throw and take a hit. The guy, they're wide open. You know, another one of, hey, just floating outside the pocket, losing track of where you are all together, almost getting strip sack fumbled. So those are concerning things to me. And, you know, I know we have the one play in the first game with the great big throw down the sideline. That's it, you know. But other than that, it's, it's been really pretty elementary as far as the completions and what he's done. And, again, I don't see a consistency in the throwing that I would like, and I don't see – a feel in the pocket that I would like that, yes, scares me. Now, I know Shanahan can dress it up, and it's going to be the regular season. He's had more game plan plays and things to protect him. But with everything we just said, and then a young guy that, again, I don't think is a natural at playing quarterback. You know, I still think there's signs of him that show safety that got converted to a quarterback. Can he stay healthy? I just come away going, listen, I know we'd like to have Trey Lance be the guy and be the man, but the best football move for the 49ers organization, I think after evaluating what I've seen and what we hear in training camp too, again, I'm not just going off of what I've seen in two preseason games. The reports, people you talk to out there, it's never that consistent or blowing anybody out of the water out there as far as his performances in training camp. So then there's all that, you know, I hear yeah, plenty of noise that way. Mm. So then to evaluate it from the football standpoint, I just go – with that team, I, I'd have a hard time going, oh, okay, we have Trey Lance get hurt. We're going to put it all in Nate Sudfeld's hands. I, 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 at some point, listen, I know that's not the absolute best decision and what you wanted maybe eight months ago, a year ago when you drafted Trey Lance, but I think when you, if you can you know, push your ego to the side and go, okay, I know we've done this and this, and yeah, we're going to get some backlash for why did you trade up to get this guy at number three and all that. Okay, but still, I think you got to protect the number one thing, which is your football team, which is damn good, and whether he gets hurt or even just doesn't play good for six weeks, okay, Jimmy G goes in. And if things do go good there, everyone's going to go, well... You'll forget about, oh, they traded up Trey Lance. The blow will be lessened, at least in my opinion. Don't you think? Well, it's like the Packers, right? right? The Packers were in a similar situation. Sure. Obviously, this was not the plan. You don't trade up to get a quarterback to have him sit for three years. That wasn't the plan going in. And this is even more because it's the third pick of the draft. Easier for them to justify because Aaron Rodgers has played so well, right? Maybe some of the best years of of his career. And so then they can say, yeah, we messed messed up and we're just going to ride the hot hand with Aaron Rodgers for as long as he wants to play with us. That's understandable. 
Yeah. 49ers in a similar position, but Jimmy G is not Aaron Rodgers, and so I think that makes it tougher for them. But, no, I, I, I agree with you. What's Jimmy doing right now, though? Well, that's what I was – so let's go to the other side of the story. So now you put yourself in Jimmy's shoes. Yes. Tell me the situation that's better than the 49ers right now. Well, first of all, is, he's, is he practicing with them at he, all right he's now? He's not or? really practicing with them. He's yeah. working out on the side. Okay. It doesn't sound like he's really been in meetings. He's doing all this – you know, training with them, throwing footballs with the trainers and that and whatever else, but nothing like as a part of the team right now. So that's where it is a little weird. But like if I'm if I'm Jimmy G, and again I've stated the 49ers side to where I think if you're the 49ers, you know, if you can deal with some of the media backlash and just checking your ego at the door a little bit, I think it's the right football move to keep him. And if I look at Jimmy G's side of the the ball here, I go. What else is better than the 49ers situation? First off, you don't want to just go somewhere just to be like, I'm a starter. Yeah. And then you get in some shit's position and you look shitty. And then 2023, nobody's going to offer you anything anyways. It, this year right now is about putting yourself in the best position to strike for 2023. To me, right as it sits here right now, the best position to strike for 2023 is to stay with the San Francisco 49ers. Take a pay cut. So what? Take $12 million, $14 million. Is yeah. anybody going to offer him that right now if that's, he gets cut? Th- that's the key point because right? you, you brought this up with Mike on Pro Football Talk, right. and he goes, I wouldn't take a penny less if I was Jimmy Garoppolo. Problem with that, though, is if you are cut, you got nothing. Exactly and right. how much are you going to get? And who, well, who's going to sign you? Uh, the Houston Texans just going to go, here's $15 million? Right. And then you're behind the eight ball with you know competing against Davis Mills and learning that offense and doing that? Oh, and then if you don't play, yeah. and oh, you didn't beat up Davis Mills, we can't make you a starter. Or, or if you do play and it's the crappy Texans and it doesn't look good, oh, well, you don't look any good anyways. We're not going to give you – what do you want to do, go to Seattle? I mean, well, why? Deal with that? Yeah. So there's a, there, that's where I go as I thought about this and then started – you know, Makes sense for both sides. Well, it does. It just makes sense for both sides here. And that's where I, I think, you know – I would think about this if I'm John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan a little bit. I don't think it's as easy as that. And I got to think, you know, again, if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't want to take less money, then okay, that, then maybe you got to cut him and, and you got to go from there. That that stinks. But I got to think Jimmy Garoppolo's got to kind of realize what I'm saying too. Who who's going to necessarily pay him double digit millions right now? Or if they do, is it going to be significantly left? What I can say is, you know, if Trey Lance doesn't play good or Trey Lance gets hurt. There's no situation you're going to be in that's better than the 49ers. You're that offense with Shanahan, some of the best weapons in the game around you, and you can now get what you want to get maybe in 2023 when you're a free agent. And I get their plan, right? They wanted to upgrade from Jimmy Garoppolo. They saw some deficiencies there. They thought Trey Lance or some of these other quarterbacks could give him more, Sure. along with the fact that he's playing under that rookie deal. And they've got a lot of great players with Nick Boses and Debos, and they want to pay them. Right. So I kind of get the whole view of it. Yeah. this year, you've got a great roster. Right. You've already fit. Jimmy G's salary apparently into your team. they can make it work the exactly. salary cap they're under the right. salary cap right right, right. Um, I almost think maybe they're not thinking bold enough I mean if if Jimmy G is there and if Trey Lance has struggled you have a Super Bowl competitive team with a Super Bowl roster he maybe. hasn't been practicing yeah so that's a problem I but just I'm wish he was practicing I don't I, that's if he was my... practicing right and, play, and playing how he has played the past couple years not even any better right. I mean, why not go with Jimmy G? Well, he'd G be if starting if that was it, because that's why he hasn't been practicing or playing, or they don't really want him in the meetings. Coming because, back from the injury, yes. Yeah. And they, I just think they would. That's where it would have got dicey, and that's yeah. where again, they, I think they're, you're hoping Trey Lance will be further along to where 
He would squash this, and it doesn't matter. Right. But what do you do but, if they start out zero and four with I, Trey Lance? I, then and Jimmy's there. Then, then I would put you put Jimmy G in. You put him in. I, there's it's okay. You know, again, I'll go. They, they've been pounding this Montana Steve Young narrative down all of our throats, right? And I want to just take everybody back into memory lane of what it was. 1988, week two, 49ers are coming here to play the Giants. Steve Young was the starting quarterback, 1988. Joe Montana had already won two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs. Here he was, three years out of it, and he was, he was the backup quarterback to start the game because they weren't sure he had not played as well the years before. So they were going to, oh, then Steve didn't play good. Oh, we thought Steve was the future. Steve was the future. Well, Steve came here and didn't play very well. They took his ass out in the middle of that game and put Joe back in. Joe threw a game-winning touchdown pass, and boom, guess who won the Super Bowl that year? The 49ers. And guess who won it the year after? The 49ers. Steve Young didn't become a starter until 1991 Hmm. after that. So, again, I know it's not apples to apples here and all that, but what I'm basically saying is why can't you start Trey Lance and if it doesn't work out well for – two, three, four weeks, and then go, boom. And, and I'll go back to what I always say. If he can't handle that or handle the pressure, then shit, you, you drafted the wrong quarterback. It's a tough situation. We know that. It was a tough situation to begin with, drafting a, you know, a guy with that type of team. We, we get that too. But if I was them, like I said, I would think about keeping them. And if I was Jimmy G, I would go, maybe you guys are the best option for me too. And I'll, I'll take $12 million this year or $14 million, and let's see how it all plays out. Complicated situation. It is, very um, much. For whom the bell tolls. we got smart homies out there giving us questions. Well, and last, yeah, so go ahead. you got more questions about this? Because I had one, one more thing. More. Go ahead. This, I think it's what I want to hear goes, anyways. He goes, forget the questions. I'm way more interested in the third-round compensatory pick we'd be awarded if Jimmy G stays another year. Okay. Along with the insurance well, for there, Lance there, as that, well. There, there you go. So there's another thing, right, to where the comp- compensatory pick. Here's another aspect of this, too. Trey Lance, Jimmy G's there. He takes $12 million, right? Yep. They're now they're not zero and four. They're five and one. They're five and zero. Okay, we got our guy. He's yep. the guy. We're comfortable with Nate Sudfeld as the backup now, and now Jimmy's only making twelve million. And maybe some team that does have an injury a quarterback can trade him, and it's way more appealing to yeah. go. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll trade for him for sure. for twelve million. Jimmy G came to the 49ers exactly, this season. Exactly right. We'll trade for him for twelve million instead yeah. of the, the twenty five million. So I think there's a, the positive of that as well. So uh, all right, but that's all I got to say. We about could that, talk about that for a long time because that, that really is a fascinating yeah. situation. Just the last yeah. few years and how that quarterback situation is going to shake out for the 49ers. It looks like the Bears have their guy in Justin Fields. There's a lot of debate on if he would go two, three, four back in the in the day. Eventually. He dropped right now, a little yeah, bit, but right. but he looks pretty good in the preseason. Um, Kevin Miner asks you, with all this talk of the Bears being a bottom three roster in football, not including the quarterback, what are the chances that the O-line and skill players come out and surprise folks this year? Justin Fields is a stud. We already know that. Well, I, he is. He is. I'm not going to argue against it. He's, he's certainly... He's proving me wrong mind. and my yeah I mean, again I'm not going to be sitting here and be stubborn and just let my ego get in the way I, I'm 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 really like what I see from Justin Fields there's no question I mean one you know you know I had questions about his his motion a little bit his motion was elbow like this to start the throw up in the air up in the air the elbow still gets to that position but it gets there a different way and there's a difference to me there now it's, it comes through the hand more and then gets to that point instead of 
elbow first, then let me try to throw the ball. It's a throwing motion that starts all together, and the elbow gets to that point. But he has great so, – so there is a difference there to me in that. It's not as segmented. And because of that, it kind of flows better, and he has better control and better accuracy and timing and rhythm. He throws a pretty much a perfect spiral on about 90 – above 90% of his throws. He really rarely loses control of the ball. He can throw the ball with power, with ease. And then, you know, he's a, he's a freak of nature. That's just – that's all you can really say. I mean, that's where, you know, the one thing you – like we look at Trey Lance and Justin Fields coming out. Like Justin Fields is a way more gifted runner. That, that's for sure. Justin Fields is in the Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray of – I said this to Florio, it's, it's, he might be the fastest guy in the field. He can run for a 30-yard gain, and you go, I don't think he ever really turned it on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's that special of an athlete. So uh, I, I like the way the Bears have looked this preseason. I do think they have an upgrade on the offensive side of the ball as far as the offensive coordinator is concerned. And I do think that defensively, yeah, Matt Eberflus is good. They, you know, they, they look organized, tough. You know, understands situational football. Fields is seeing the field really well and reading defenses properly and making the appropriate throw off it. So, I, again, I'm not sitting here. I'm going to say the Bears are going to the playoffs. Yeah. But I think, like, one of those maybe surprise pain in the butt teams is certainly in the potential to where we go, oh, you know, they had a little bit better of the year than we all gave them credit for, you know, before the season started. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, The threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. They were 6-11 and 11 last year. Right. We're not doing the AFC or uh, the NFC yeah. win totals today. Right. I don't know. Might be around that range again uh, again this year. But Justin Fields does look good, and that's a huge key, right? Yeah. Do you have your quarterback of the future? Once you have that, everything seems to kind of fall in place it's looking around good. a lot of times, unless you're the Detroit Lions and have Matt Stafford for over a decade and never figure it out. But that's another topic <laughs> for another time. Uh, what do you think of Baker Mayfield? We got the uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold who went down. I haven't yeah, seen an update. Uh, it's a, ba- it's it's a bad, bad high ankle sprain. That's not yeah, good. Yeah, had a guy fall on you know, the outside of his leg, and then just his ankle went the wrong way. Yeah. So so Baker had won the job even before that game, though. Well, I, I think yes, right. He did. He won the game. He won the, the the starting job before the game, and I think what he did was solidify it. And they can it's something they can build off of in this game. Yeah. What'd you think of him? Just you know, healthy, healthy, looked good. Arm looked great. You know, again, what Baker, his arm to me is in the special, you know, pretty special category. Again, I'm not going to say it's like Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert there, but it's a damn powerful arm to where it's a game changing arm. Him to his ability to rip off a, you know, a 20 yard corner route or a 25 yard out route, he does it with ease. So that's going to change their offense and open up the field. And then, you know, little off schedule play for a touchdown is supposed to be a three step drop. Nobody's there. He kind of moves to the right, sets up, throws an aggressive ball in the end zone. 
you know, they got to be happy with the way he looks. He gives their team another edge, not only emotionally, but I think physically too, because his arm coupled with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, who can run down the field, we know, and beat one-on-ones, that's going to be scary. It is. Mm-hmm. And then you got McCaffrey underneath and somebody else underneath, and you know, hopefully he doesn't get too over-aggressive and, and knows when to check it down to them. But I liked what I saw from Baker. We're not picking the NFC playoff teams, yeah. but I kind of was looking at it earlier today, and I picked the Panthers to make the playoffs last Last year they were like my team they were like, my team too yeah right they, they were both did they it. were yeah and they look in the first few weeks it was like man this might work 100%. defense looks awesome offense yep. looks good enough right and then the offense became the worst offense <laughs> in football and yeah well we talked about that, that a lot you know before joe brady got fired and all yep. that it was it was it was not good so i don't know i, I know I, they're I, one of those teams where if you made me pick a like i'm not going to spoil it either yeah i don't plan on picking them for the the playoffs either i'm even gonna say this today about a team if there's that one team that comes out of nowhere we go i can't believe we're here in the first week of the playoffs and they're in this sir they 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 are i think in that team at least in my mind i'm juggling juggling around a little bit probably not going to be the seattle seahawks who were seven and ten last year even with russell wilson uh, on the roster although he was hurt for for a bit of it they've gone with geno smith uh drew Locke has been beaten out mehmet 305 he often writes into the podcast he here. Yep. Is it fair to say that Drew Locke blew his final opportunity to become a starting quarterback in the NFL with his performance against the Cowboys? I, I, I mean, listen, he's it's, he's walking a fine line. He is. Now, I don't think it's this, his final opportunity because there's a good chance he might get another, another opportunity to prove himself during the regular season this year. You know, how good is Seattle? That's going to be debatable. You know, there's... Geno Smith, certainly we know, is not a franchise guy. So if they don't play well or he struggles, I don't think it's going to be like a long leash where they're going to be like, well, we'll let Geno figure it out because he's the guy of the future. So I do think he'll have another shot there. You know, at the start of training camp, I thought really, man, Geno sounds like he's the leader, you know, in the clubhouse as far as being the starter. But they kept leaving the door cracked for Drew, leaving it cracked for Drew. And, of course, COVID hit and then this game hit. I mean, he made the decision easy. I mean, again, this is he's got to watch it. He's got a little of a reputation, and two of those three interceptions were horrible. And really, the third one's not that great either. The guy was wide open, and he kind of made the guy have to dive out and go in front of himself a little bit, and the ball got knocked up in the air. But the, the two before that, you know, those are things where you go, man, a guy this, this long in his career playing against backups on defense, like, come on, that, that should not be happening. Throwing a preseason game three, two interceptions into the guys, like, into their chests. You know that that for for a guy that's been playing as long as he has, that should not be happening. Not not like that. You know, there's difference between Mac Jones interception and that interception, which we might talk about later on. But right. yeah, he's he's out of the trust tree. I know that for sure. It'll give Geno Smith a chance to prove you right. Maybe you've been high on him. Yeah, and what I think Geno is clearly the guy. Ability. Yeah, I do. I'm I'm excited to see what Geno has. He's got physical talent. The one thing I I come to your down the stretch is just go. You know, as I more more and more went by, I went okay, but they kept saying all the right things about Geno being the starter, but. The fact that they kept leaving the door cracked open for Drew made me think a little differently over the last 10 days to go, well, maybe they wanted Drew 
to take this and win it. And, mm. and I think there's probably a part of that, too, because of the politics of the situation. Wait, we tr- traded Russell Wilson for these picks and these players, and that quarterback, and even though that quarterback's not a household name, it'd look better if the guy we traded for was the starter that we traded away our franchise guy for, right? Yeah, I think and he's just more exciting, too. He's, right? right. It's, it's like more the, of an exciting story. He's yes. still developing. You yes. know, he's still on the upward ascent where you feel like Gino, Gino you Smith, know what it is. We, yeah, I think you're probably right. Even though he might have as good a year as he's had, you know, he's got some weapons no, but over I think there. No, your point's so. right. You're right. I think there is. There's the excitement exciting. of the unknown, and but he he made that decision for him, and he's in backupville for a little while. Jameis Winston has had many exciting moments in his career. Not all good, but they are they are exciting and interesting to watch. At least on the on the football field, he played for the Saints in their last preseason game. He went four for four, fifty nine yards. His quarterback rating was one eighteen point eight. What does that number mean to you? <laughs> well, the first thing I think that I looked at with Jameis is just how in shape and like yeah, you know, just athletic he looks. You know, do you trust that leg? Do you, you know, are you yeah, able to move I, I know, right? So, I mean, he he looked good moving. He didn't have to run or do anything like that. But I didn't sit there watching him move in the pocket. Go, oh, you could tell there's something bothering him, and you know, just looked trim and in shape mm-hmm. to maybe where in years past I would go, oh, eh, maybe a little baby fat there, or whatever else. But, um, I, you know, again, I I'm kind of expecting big things from them. I think they're sneaky. Sneaky good, O line's good, and I think if he takes care of the football, you see there with you know some of the big throws he had to Jarvis Landry, and I just think with Olave and and of course Michael Thomas if he can be healthy, yeah, I think they're going to be a real pain in the butt. You know they'll be able to run the ball, and and he looked damn, he looked good to me. He did. You know it was only four throws, but it, it looked the part. Top five roster in the NFL according to Ahmed. Well, Farid, I, so I hear you there. I mean, got that. Got I the pressure of that. A little high there for me, but yes, I you know top ten I can I can get in that conversation with for sure. There'll be a playoff team for me in the NFC, which we're not doing here today. Final <laughs> question before we get into our win totals for the AFC. Yeah, it's about my Detroit Lions mm-hmm. and Hard Knocks. Go Longhorns forty five. Do you know them? I do. I've heard friend? of them. I wonder. Okay. I wonder. If, I don't know who that is. I wonder. Okay. Wonder if it's an ex player. Maybe. He goes, watching Hard Knocks, I get the feeling that Dan Campbell and staff have wound the Lions a little bit too tight in camp this year. Every practice, drill, game, etc. feels like the Super Bowl for them. I get the need to create culture, but is this a typical tone for a camp? Well, th- no, nothing's typical about them. There's nothing <laughs> typical. I mean, and again, it, the, the way those coaches act, the intensity there, yeah, I, I would say maybe that's a hair more intense, but... I would also say it's an organization that needs a real shakeup. I mean, they need to, like, and and I will say I, you know, the the problem with hard knocks is a lot of the times we don't get to see the top notch organizations or maybe the coaches that might be a little bit more like this. But what I would say to at Go Longhorns forty five is mm-hmm. even though it might not be the yelling and the hey we're gonna you know face paint and sharpen the spears and all that kind of talk, like. You go to New England, they feel the pressure every day in practice. They're, 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 they're wound so fucking tight, they don't even know how to relax, all right? So they're, they're feeling that on a day-to-day basis. It might not be Bill yelling at them like Dan Campbell and, and Deuce Staley is like that, but it's pressure. Mm-hmm. Shanahan, 49ers, pressure. It's expectation to you know, meet his expectations on a daily basis. John Harbaugh, that ain't, it ain't flute camp over there. I could tell you that too. So the, those places have that type of pressure 
on a daily basis is what makes them great. And I think it's something that's needed for this football team. Yeah. Again, this is a team that needs something, needs some toughness, some grit to steal a few wins early and gain some confidence. And the only way you're going to do that is to be like, every day we got to kind of have that we're going to battle feel to get better. And then even when the game comes, it's maybe not so as stressful either. I think there's a lot of positives to it. So I understand. And if it maybe goes on for years and years here, it might fall on some deaf ears yeah. eventually. But I think right now it's needed. I almost think it might be more of a balancing of things out because Dan Campbell's not the most serious guy, right? right, like right he has right. fun. He'll make fun of himself. He, you know, he's not taking Definitely. this all 100% serious. And so maybe this is a balance. Sometimes when you're on the practice field, it's be like, all right, I got to show that this yeah, is, this is serious. Go. I'm not joking go. around anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not talking about kneecaps anymore or anything like that. We're, we're getting down and we're playing football wins and losses. So. I, I like the balance. I've, it's been a, it's a, been a good show. I, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been a, one of the better ones in, in a few years. This is going to be a good show because this is the one that you can go back to on your podcast list and see if Chris was right or wrong. I wonder how I did last year. We don't check. No. We don't check. You know, we just go. We look forward. You know, if people ask us about that and if people ask you about that yeah. and bring up where you messed up last year, say, we're looking forward. I was about 500. Oh, yeah. We. Pete says yeah. we did better in the NFC. Better in the NFC. Well, I had the Rams in the Super Bowl, so that was good. I that mean, I knew good. that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the NFC was pretty strong. So th- yeah, the Browns, Browns in the, the Super Bowl, Bowl, that didn't work out. No, it did that not. That didn't happen. I had him beating the Chiefs, I believe, in the Okay. All right. I, but you didn't know that. Baker was going to get hurt and that he was going to hate Odell and that was going to happen. So, <laughs> with, with a lot of these things, that's why I say this about predictions all the time. If you're right in a prediction, it just means that you were lucky enough yeah. to be yeah. correct. Because yeah, right. a lot of things will happen throughout the year that you're like, well, if I knew that and if right. I, not, I knew that and if I knew he was going to get hurt or if I knew this team was going to play that style, I wouldn't have done that. But yeah. we're here right now, moment in time, going to try to predict which teams are going to rise above their Las Vegas odds. Their win total here, the AFC is stacked here. Pete notes 12 of the 16 teams have a win total at 8.5 or higher. Only nine teams are uh, like that in the NFC. So we got a lot of good teams here. We definitely AFC. do. The AFC is, is loaded. And, of course, the quarterback thing makes it you know tough. It does. Not only weapons, but you know, some of the quarterbacks we have in the AFC where you go, Ugh. I don't know if this team is that great, but the quarterback is damn good, and he might steal two, three wins here during the year yeah. with, with you know late-game heroics. So that makes things a little tougher, too. And I don't want people out there counting, you know, oh, you went over on 10 and you went under only on 6. That's mathematically well, no, impossible. Well, no, it, it is That's possible. Not, it is possible. It is possible. That's yeah, it. people got to stop it. I remember that people. last year, too. Yes. Yeah. It is possible. Right. Like last year, I remember going through it going, you know, no, no. I think Houston will be like fucking four and thirteen. I'm, I'm like that. It's gonna be that. It's, yeah. it's gonna be Jacksonville with one or two or three wins. Like, yes. You know, I remember making that. The Jets was gonna be three or four wins. So we had some of that. And you got to yeah. remember, yeah. When we picked the under, and I'll try to say that. Like, I think it's gonna be way under or just barely over. Uh, it doesn't have to match up that way. You're yeah, right. Exactly. Because if Thank a you. team goes seventeen and zero, that's over. But that's a lot of wins over the expected. Yeah. So. Yeah. That means on the on the bottom end, the, the math works out. Just trust us on that one. Um, the, the homies will not trust us on the math, uh, with us knowing <laughs> that, but that's okay. All right, let's start in the AFC East. This is uh, always an interesting division. Patriots own this division for so long, but it seems like it's the Bills to own now for years in the future as long as they have Josh Allen. So let's just go through team, team by team here. Uh, let's start with the Bills. Their win total is 11.5. Last season they were eleven and six. They were the three seed in the AFC. Yeah, 
All right. I mean, 11 and 5, you know, it's, it's, of course, that's, I'm going to go over here. You know, I will say uh, it's a tough first seven games on the, on the Bills schedule, starting with their, really, what their, it's their 17th game with the Rams because they're not playing the NFC West this year. So this is the extra game, you know, crossover game, which is really good. Um, you know, but yes, tough first seven, and I look at it and go, "Ooh, man, that's a tough first seven. But I also look at it the other way and go, "Whoa, these first seven got to play this team with this good defense that I think is better." And then you have to deal with, "Whoa, you got to get ready and be ready for Josh Allen and company early on in the season." That's not always going to be so easy either. So even though I look at it and go, "Wow, those first seven games are brutal," okay, I, I don't think we're going to be sitting here going, "Whoa, the Bills are two and five. You know, I, I think it's. At the worst, I'm thinking, whoa, they'll be four and three. And then they got a chance in the middle of the schedule to kind of go on a run where I just look at the Jets, the Vikings, the Browns, Detroit, you know, the Patriots, the Jets again. You know, again, not that I'm saying they're better. They're, yeah, on paper, they're better than all those teams. They definitely are. I got no problem saying that. I know it won't be easy playing the Patriots at New England on a Thursday night. I get that. But I think I could sit here right now and go, do I think that they're better than the Jets, the Vikings, the Browns, the Lions, the Jets? On paper, 100%. You know, and we'll see where the rest goes. And so I am going to go with the over here with the Bills. And I certainly could see them being 12-5, and 13-4. They are the favorite to win the AFC East. I think we have the division odds for each and every division here. So they are favored over the Patriots, over the Dolphins, over the Jets. Do we have that, Kristen? Have we, have we shown that already? Oh, we did show it already. Sorry, I missed it. But here it is again if you're watching on YouTube on our new page and subscribe. Thank you for that. Bills at minus 215, Patriots at plus 450 right there with the Dolphins at plus 450, and the Jets at plus 2,000 right now. So, you know, the Bills were the one team, I think, that showed up in your mentions over and over again when you posted both of our top five rosters, excluding quarterbacks in the yeah, NFL. Right. A lot of Bills fans were in there being like, what? Where are yeah, the Bills? I know. I know. Why aren't we there? Well, it's, it's, it's one of those where I think when you still, I think, add everything together, I'd go, okay, we added the coach and the quarterback in it. That would put them top five for me. Yeah. You know, again, yeah, there's things about their roster where there's certain areas where I don't say wow maybe as compared to the other teams. Like and, their defensive yeah. line, I didn't say wow, but it has the potential to be more wow this year. All right, so I, I got that. Secondary corners, you know, again, I know it's like good, but okay, it's a rookie we got to see. Tredavious White coming back from injury. You know, Jordan Poyer, he's – you know, wants more money. He's been sitting out on the side, and it didn't look great last year. You know, the offensive line, I think, is going to be better, but it's not a killer group, right? Yeah. So that's where, you know, again, I like Stefan Diggs. I like the supporting cast, but I don't go, oh, wow, that's definitely one of the best skill groups in football. I don't think anybody would. So, you know, again, that's where the coaching, the schemes, how they play the game, how they put pressure on you both sides of the ball, to me, makes them a top-five team in football. Yeah. But without the quarterback and the coach, yeah, I don't think they're there. That's just some of the right. downside risk, right. maybe, for this Buffalo right. Bills team in 2022. The New England Patriots, they're at 8.5. Last year with a rookie quarterback, they were 10-7. and seven. They were a playoff team, sixth seed in the AFC. 8.5 seems kind of low, maybe. It, it's right on the the cusp for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's. I'm gonna go under here, right? I mean, it's like I wrote a flat line next to it because I'm like, Ugh, this could go either way. But you know, I, I think the biggest thing is I, I got questions about their offense. I mean, how could I not? I don't give a, I don't give a crap if it's Bill Belichick or not. 
right? It is they lost Josh McDaniels. Nobody has you watch the preseason games, especially the first team offense. It hasn't been stellar. Not great. There's offensive line questions. You know, I see throws or or, or, or schemes downfield where I go. You know, Josh wouldn't have taught the guy to run the route like that. It doesn't look quite as spaced out or taught as well with some of the past concepts. How could it not be? McDaniels is special. Even as great as Bill Belichick is, he's not as good an offensive mind as Josh McDaniels is. Not on just an offensive mind and teaching the quarterback. No, he's not. And this is the greatest coach ever. I understand that. But not in that specific department. McDaniels is special there. So, and then I go, oh, offensive line, you know, and the offense is not looking good. And then I go, oh, well, great. You get to the Dolphins the first week on that defense. Whoa. And then you get the Steelers. Whoa, another good defense. And then, hey, the Ravens and then the Packers. So I just go, man, it could be, even though I don't think these teams are remarkably better than them, I think there are maybe some bad matchups with their defenses here. And that's where it could get a little scary. So, you know, I could see them making a middle run, certainly. You know, and, and you know, the Jets are on the schedule twice there and everything. But then at the end of the year, when it goes Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills again, it gets tough. So I'm going to go under here. Mm. I think the Patriots are going to be an 8-9 and nine football team. 8-9. and 7-10, 8-9. That's what I'm going to predict this year. I can't even believe I'm saying it. I can't. I think their defense is really damn good. I do. But I don't know if it's got enough playmakers to where I think they're just going to carry the team and I got the questions on the offense. I don't question Mac Jones either. That's the other thing I want people yeah. to realize. Mac physically looks better than last year. He does. I mean, he's quicker. His running looks better. His arm looks more, more, more powerful. You know, I know he threw the bad interception the other night, and he was kind of scrambling to the right, and the backer was following him to the right. And then he set up behind a guard and a defensive tackle, and I think he lost sight of the guy and thought he was still floating with him, and the guy stopped and came back underneath it. And he threw the interception. So, um, But, yeah, it's not Mac Jones' question. It's offensive question and just where they are as a team there. At goal line stand yeah. two agrees with you. Okay. Said, did the Patriots make a mistake by trying to implement the zone run scheme this offseason? It mostly has looked bad in preseason and practice. I, I don't get it. I don't know where it's come from. I don't know why they're doing it. You know, I, I don't. I, I, I'm just. I go the Patriots, like the one of the best man-to-man blocking teams in football over the last ten years. The team that is like better that block, block down, block down, kick out, block down, block down, look for work inside. Somebody else is pulling around, kick out. The traps in the middle, the wham plays, all of that. They're going to go to the zone scheme. I just don't know where it came from. And that's part of my question, too. You know, again, as much as I respect, like, Matt Patricia and what he does, this is his first year on this, this side of the ball, too, and he's, he's coaching the offensive line. So, you know, you can maybe put me in this one of a little bit of the category of, like, I got to see it to believe it first. Yeah. 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 Do you see the Dolphins and do you believe them in this preseason? Been some highlight plays. You got Tyreek over there to help your guy Tua uh, take the next step as a quarterback. They were 9-8 and eight last year. They were 4-2 and two in the division. That mm-hmm. was better than the Patriots yeah, last year. Right. They have just missed out on the playoffs the last couple of years. Yep. 8.5 is their over-under. Over. I'm just going over right now. Confidently. Confidently. You know, not that I'm sitting here going, oh, they're going to be 12-5, and five, but I'm going over here. Their team is too damn good. Their defense is going to, their defense is going to be the same, right? There's really nothing going to change there. In fact, I just think they'll be better because some of the young guys are a year older, and I just go, watch out. I mean, I don't, their, their defense is stacked, let alone the scheme is awesome. 
Offensively, the last few years, their scheme has not been very good, right? And we know there's a quarterback question. I don't doubt the scheme anymore, and they got more talent on the field that side of the ball. And I think the scheme fits the quarterback to where, yes, I'm not sold on Tua as being the franchise future guy. No, I'm not. You know, like I've told you, I want to see where it is, you know, when you start playing some good defenses to take away some of the Mike McDaniel tricks and all that. Right. But tough first four games, you know, that that's that's like the only thing I look at. Let me just make sure I pull up. Yep, there you go. Pull up their schedule too. Tough first four games, there's no doubt. But have a stretch there in the middle again that I look at and just go, they could make a run there. On paper, they're definitely better than the Jets, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears. They're definitely better. I, I have no problem saying that. I know that doesn't translate into wins. I got you. But if you, I don't think anybody in football would go, well, if you could have the Dolphins roster or the Vikings, Steelers, Lions, or Bears roster, who would you take? Nobody and the Jets, nobody would even think twice. they go, oh, I'll take the Dolphins. So the, 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 that's why I go, they can make a run there. End of the year gets tough. And then what's the other thing I look at with this team? Cold weather. Yeah. That's the definitely. Oh, yeah. They got two cold games in December, so they're lucky that it's not more than that. They're at the Bills December 18th. They're in uh, Foxborough January 1st. That's going to be big. And then the only potential cold games they might have could be November 6th at Chicago, and that's really about it. Yeah. So I go, that's kind of favorable for a team and a guy that I question the quarterback's ability to throw into bad weather. So sorry sure. for the long answer no, no, there. No, no, that's good. Yeah. And, and week one's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, week one against the Patriots. No doubt. Where if the Patriots win 30 to nothing, you'll go, I was wrong. I was yeah. flat out wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the L right now. No, we'll see. That'll be a, that'll be a fun first week uh, will game be. there. Uh, James Kaminsky just walked by, a researcher here. Huge Jets fan. Oh, huge Jets fan. So he's not going to be able to hear this, yeah. unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately, depending on where you go here. They were 4-13 and last year. Their over-under is 5.5 wins. This is like, again, I, I don't know where to go here. If I go, if I go under, it's five wins. If I go over, it's, I feel like it's six wins. I don't think it's going to be much more than that. I'm really on the fence with that one. It's like about perfectly placed. That's why they do that. Point I know. Five. How dare they? Screw you. But the, 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 this is what I'll say at first before I make a, a final decision here, because this is one of the, I was, I, I think the Jets are going to be a better football team. I just don't know if it's necessarily going to translate into a whole much, you know, a lot better of a record. I don't. You know, again, I think the the schedule is the, the karma there is, is is just remarkable. They got the fir- the toughest first ten games in football. There's nobody that has a tougher schedule. You know, you you look at it, and I don't, again, on paper, I understand it's paper, but nobody on their first ten games can you sit there and go the Jets roster is better than them right now. No. Nobody. You know, I'm not Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. I know is not perfect, but you know, I think we'd all probably still take the Steelers, the Dolphins, the Packers, the Broncos, the Patriots, the Bills, the Patriots again. You know, again, I, that, that's where it's sheesh is right to where hey, the end of the year maybe they can make a run and make it respectable. Maybe they do get to the six wins there with the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions, the Jags, the Seahawks all being. But like I. I'll say under for right now. You know, I'm qualifying it as I think it's it's going to be five or six wins. Can they steal a Can they steal a win? You know, at Cleveland or at Pittsburgh or somebody like that early on to make it a seven and ten year to make it an eight and nine year. I don't know. I do think they're better across the board, 
But as we talked about, I mean, you know this is playing high school football. If your team's not that good, it helps to get going early in the oh, year with yeah. a win or two to go, and you just start to feel fake good. Yeah. And then you're going to play that good team in week four, and you go, well, yeah, we're 3-0, we're 2-1. We're, we're not just going to be outclassed here. You believe. You believe. And, and I just I wonder if they're going to be able to find a way to – Start believing it all. My team in high school was not that good. Okay. And so it was the opposite. We'd lose the first couple. Yeah, you're right. And then we go, we don't believe anymore. But we would always look at our schedule and we'd go, man, we have a really tough schedule. And then it dawned on me, I go, because we don't have to play ourselves. That's why. <laughs> when you're not very good, your schedule is yeah. always going to be a little bit tougher than everyone <laughs> right. else's because you don't play yourself. Uh, so uh, Pete is noting here, Jets are favored in three games this year. The first one, as you noted. Week 12 against Chicago after their bye. Or is that week, week 11? Oh, yeah, yeah week it's 12. Week, it's week, yeah. Two weeks after their bye. Yeah. Um, so uh, then against Detroit and then against Jacksonville, all at home. Right. So right. only favored in three. Three and 14. Yeah, yeah that's, that's scary. Not great. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal... And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, so do you want to tell us which teams are going to make the playoffs from this or do division? You want to wait? Do you want to wait or not? Let's wait. Pete says, "Let's wait." Let's wait. All right. Let's we might do have it. a few tiebreakers here. You, you might, know? yeah, you might yeah. have an idea. Right. Why don't you do this? If you're listening, and not if you're driving, because if you're driving, keep driving. Keep yeah. your hands on the steering wheel. If you're listening and I got a pad of paper, jot down who you think Chris is going to pick here for yeah. his playoff teams. Fun little game, maybe. You're just going to give the playoff teams. You don't want to get in the over under thing. No, all that's right. your deal. That's okay. your deal. Thanks a lot. AFC North. Yeah. Happy birthday. You Thank get you. to do all the over unders on win totals. Um, AFC North. Let's take a look at the division odds first here. I'm curious to see this. Yeah, I know. This is an interesting one. Where we are right now. So the Ravens are your favorite right now to win the AFC North over the Bengals Super Bowl participant. Cincinnati Bengals. So it's pretty close. Plus 140 for the Ravens. Plus 165 for the Bengals. Browns are their third. Plus 450. And then Steelers last 850. Uh, nothing like the plus 2,000 we saw with the Jets, though. That's interesting, though. I don't, I don't think I would have guessed that, that the Ravens would be the favorite. Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, one that we've looked at all year long, kind of going, huh, I mean, well, I wonder why it's so, you know, shockingly or convincingly the Ravens, too. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm just going to let you know. I'm, I mean, what, what's what's their over-under? What's 9. it at? 9.5. I'm going over. I'm going over. I mean, the Ravens, to me, are one of the teams to watch out for. You know, they, again, the, the AFC North plays the AFC East and the NFC South. You know, so again, it's it's you know good good football, no doubt. I do look at yeah their first nine weeks are it's a tough schedule, but like again with the Ravens, the way their roster is, you know the culture there. I don't know the the Ravens just to me have no weakness on their football team. You know the only thing you can really look at is go eh. I wish they were a little more explosive at receiver, but they're a team that's not dependent on that, so it doesn't bother me as much. I think their defense is pretty stacked. And I think, you know, their offensive line, as long as Ronnie, Han- uh, Ronnie Stanley's healthy, they're going to be dominant. I know the running backs are still waiting to get 100% here, but I, I just think between that, yes, uh, that, that, you know, again, even though their, their first nine games are very tough, I don't think it's going to be so much to where we're going to go, oh, man, the Ravens really blew it. They're out of it. And then the second half of the schedule, 
I find to be favorable for them. And I know that's a long way down the road, but yeah, I just think the Ravens are going to be one of those teams that they're going to be in the playoffs. I'm throwing that out there right now. Yes, they're, they're going to be a playoff there. team for they you. Are. You were lower on them last year than a lot of other people. I was. I well, I I think you know some of the flaws as far as I just wasn't sure just with some of the injuries early on, and it just seemed like it was one of those years that a letdown was kind of there yeah, and ready. And eight and nine. We had the training camp injuries, I think, that kind of helped me to go, oh, man, those are big positions for that football team right there. I can't be real hot on that. They are just underdogs in three games this season, the Baltimore Ravens. The Las Vegas is believing in them, those games, by the way, Buffalo at Tampa. Pete is writing furiously in a rundown and at Cincinnati. So those are some good teams. That yeah. leads us right to Cincinnati here. Their over-under is 9.5. That may sound low to you, but they only won 10 games last year yep. in the regular season, 10-7. and seven, Were the four seed in the AFC and took that all the way to the Super Bowl. So this is a tough one. The Bengals are a tough one because they maybe got there like a year early. And you're like, wow, they kind of made, made two steps in one year. Do they take another step, or do they kind of regress to the mean of what maybe they should have been? I'm taking last year as a jump off. I am. I've been. I've been pretty adamant about that all off season. I, to me, that last year was one of those where I go, if the season just kept going, they would have just kept getting better. They, they were still going on an upward trajectory sure. into the Super Bowl. All right. They found a team that kind of found their legs and trajectory kind of at the end of the season too and it was I think maybe the toughest matchup in all of football for them with the Rams in the Super Bowl but I, I just look at the Bengals and go wait they went to the Super Bowl they got better could they maybe have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover okay maybe I don't think it's going to be a big big one if it is more or less the thing I look at a little bit to where I'm picking the over here with them is just that they're gonna be, not going to catch anybody with surprise this year. When they come into town, people are going to go, oh, we're playing the team that was in the Super Bowl this year. I mean, there's going to be fanfare and you know media hype around it. So there's going to be expectations there. But I think the big thing is, I mean, the start of their schedule is certainly nothing like crazy. I know the Steelers is, is tough always, but it's at home. And they showed to have the Steelers number last year. You know, I, I look at them and go, again, I think they're better than the Cowboys and the Jets. The Dolphins going to be tough. I know that. But, man, I could see them getting through week nine there before their bye where, you know, it, you know, Carolina in week nine where I could sit there and go, well, they can easily be six and three. Yeah. You know, they might be seven and two, something like that. But then after the bye week, man, they got some little stretch there. And that's where it could be dangerous for them. It, you know, even, even though we don't know what these teams are going to be, like – I know that you know teams like Tennessee, Kansas City, the Bucks, the Patriots, the Bills, the Ravens. Even if they aren't as good as we think, they're not going to be slam dunk type type of wins. I don't give a crap how the season falls out. Yeah. To where I look at the end of that schedule and go, "Ooh, that's that's some way to end your season in November and December." There, that Super Bowl hangover is real. It we is. I've seen that. It is many times. Yep. I Even know. with teams that won the Super Bowl, so um, but you're going over. I'm going over on the nine point five with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, the Browns just are yep, just over eight point five, just over for the Bengals. Uh, Browns eight point five. They were eight and nine last year with a whole lot of turmoil. Now this is a tough one, and I'll, you've already let the cat out of the bag with uh, one team. I'm going to do that too with the yeah. Browns. I ranked them as having the number I think two roster in football. Yeah, I mean you probably have them top ten ish, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, though. Uh, well, yeah, because there's, there's quarterback questions. There's so much going on. There's just right? so much going Distraction. on. Distraction. 
And you know what? They were, you know, they have talent on defense, like on paper, and that's what we did the exercise with last time. Like defensively, there's like, ah, oh, there's some great names. And Miles Garrett's awesome, and JOK, you like him. But he said at the end of the year, we got to come together as a team. Yes, right? Right. And I don't know, I mean, maybe they can rally around this. It's a weird thing to rally around this whole offseason for the Browns. So. I don't know. That's just my two cents on the Browns. I, 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 I like what you're saying. Plus, I don't know. Like, again, I think the roster, this is where it's, again, that was a great exercise. That's the roster. I'm not sold on the, the most well-coached defense in football. I'm not sold that they're the most creative offense in football. So that hurts it all, too. And then you add in the quarterback dysfunction. I'm going under with the Browns. Mm-hmm. I am. You know, I, I can I can see them getting out of the gates, you know, pretty good. I I can. And, but, like, yeah, I got questions on both sides of the ball. I mean, you hit out the quarterback situation. And, again, the fact that Jacoby Brissett only played last week, and, again, it wasn't that great, that doesn't make me feel better about week one. Defensively, it was a top-five defense in football last year. But, uh, like I've said kind of about the Bills, who were the number one team, not really a top-five defense, not really. They feasted on the crap teams in the NFL. The Chiefs put up 33. The Chargers put up 47. The Cardinals put up 37. Okay, the Patriots put up 45, right? I mean, all the teams that had a quarterback and an offense moved the ball on them. So, you know, that's where I'm not totally just bought in on them. So, and then I look at their schedule and go, yeah, they they could get off to a good start because on paper, like you're talking about, when you look at their 2022 campaign here, yeah, Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons. I mean, if you told me, hey, the Browns, look at them, they're three and one, I'd go, yeah, okay, I'm not shocked. But I could also sit there and go, Oh, then after the next three games, you guys are still three and you're three and five now, and lost four in a row to the Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, yeah. and Bengals. I could certainly see that happening. And then they go, "Oh, we got Deshaun coming back though." But how, how is he going to play? Well, yeah, right. And then, oh yeah, great. You know, he he comes back, and it's you know before he comes back, it's still at Dolphins, at Bills, and Buccaneers. Right. He gets to play the Texans, which will be can't miss TV. And you know, at the Bengals, Ravens, and Saints. So Oof. yeah, I I think I could see them kind of getting to a fake good start and falling apart as the year goes along. I'm going under here. Going under for the yeah. Browns. So two overs with the Ravens and the Bengals. we got an under with the Browns. One final team in the north here, the Steelers, who have never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. I love that streak. I know. I know. And I will be rooting for that to continue. Right. Even though I'm not going to pick them as a playoff team. They're 7.5. That's their over-under. They were 9-7-1 and one last year. Just squeaked in to the playoffs as the 7 seed. We're not very good. But they got there, and with Mike Tomlin, they always seem to get there. They figure out a way. I think this is the year it, it, it's going to go down. It's going to break. You know, this thinks that you can't go eight and eight and be you know five hundred. I know right? eight eight and one. Yeah. Maybe get us another maybe, tie maybe if he does that. That would be amazing. <laughs> you know, seven and a half. All right, if you put a gun to my head, I'm going to go in the under. And say they went seven. Well, I'm not putting a gun. To okay, your head, well, so. fine. If you put the proverbial gun to my head, <laughs> I'm going to go under. I am. You know, again, one, I, I, I think the thing that there, there is the quarterback question, and I really think the biggest thing for me is, yeah, their division, we know it's good. I mean, yes. And I just don't trust their offensive line. I think it's a real issue for me. The way it's looked, the way they want to play, uh, I don't like that aspect of it. And then when you look at their schedule early on, too, which would be scary, and this is why I wouldn't start Kenny Pickett, is for this right here, what you see if you're watching on on YouTube is man, they got to play really the first eight games other than the Jets. 
Those are like the top defensive lines in football. Hmm. That's what scares me more than anything. It's not even necessarily the teams altogether. I just go, the Bengals, the Patriots, the Browns, the Bills, the Bucks, the Dolphins, and the Eagles. That's that's other than the Rams and the 49ers, we're taking all the teams that have the best pass rushes in football, basically. So that that would scare the crap out of me. And uh, yeah, because of that, um, I'm 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 not going to ride with them this year. I think they're just going to be under. I think it's going to be seven and ten. Maybe eight and nine. I understand that. They're one of those teams that seven and a half is perfectly placed. But if you made me go, I'm going under. I hope you're wrong. Yeah. But I feel like you're going to be right on you that. I feel one. like I'm going to be right. Gun to your head. There. I feel like you're going to be right. How weird would that be if I just did that on the pod one time? Be like, that was weird. Maybe we should do that. It'd be cool. <laughs> Let's get. <laughs> yeah. Pete says that escalated quickly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never forget my birthday again. Uh, Give me a t shirt next time. <laughs> yeah. Where's my shirt? Uh, all right. So that's half the divisions in the AFC. We're flying through this here. All right. AFC South now. We'll start with the odds here in the South. This is interesting, too. Because I think this might be surprising to some people. Maybe not. Titans don't always get a whole lot of love out there outside of Nashville. It's amazing, right. Uh, so they are not, even though they were the one seed last year, yep. they've been good for a while here. Derrick Henry hopefully comes back healthy. Uh, they are not the favorite to win this division. you got the Colts there at minus 135, the Titans at plus 175, Jaguars at plus 700. So a little love there for the Jaguars. Maybe they've been listening to Chris Sims talk about them here on Unbuttoned. And the Texans at plus 3,300. All right, so the Colts, we'll start with them. They are the favorite. Are you surprised they're the favorite, first of all? I am. I yes. am, too. I mean, my, my favorite would be the Titans. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Uh, again, the Colts are, are, the, are a tough team for me. This is one of those teams where I go, I could be wrong. I'm going with the under here. Ooh, so they're 9.5. Right. They had nine wins last year, so... With I all think this it, expectation, you think they're going to have fewer be, wins than last well, year? Well, it's just going to be right around there. It sure. could be nine and eight again. You know, I, I, I could oh, see it being be. that yeah, way, right. right? I know the be. whole seventeenth game makes it crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I think it's 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 right around there. Uh-huh. I'm not expecting yeah guaranteed playoffs with this football team. Absolutely not. You know, another team that I look at where, you know, one, I, you know, I know Matt Ryan's there. That's great, and he knows how to play. You know, it just I, I guess there's a part of me that looks at his arm through these preseason games and goes, ooh, it's not overly explosive. Mm-hmm. Can they make enough plays there? Are they going to be tough enough and determined enough to run the ball, which they weren't, you know, for the first half of the year last year? So I guess there's that aspect of it for me. And defensively, I like them. But again, I'm not in wow. It's like, to me, it's, it's a lot of good. I love DeForest Buckner. He's a killer. Quiddy Pay, I'm not sure about. Yannick Ngakwe, you know, I'm I'm not like, oh, wow, that's a game changer. I know Shaquille Leonard's in the middle. The secondary to me, good. I don't know how great I think it is. I guess I'm one that thinks Kenny Moore's a hair overrated. Stefan Gilmore towards the end of his career. So I guess there's just questions for me there. I could see them kind of getting off to a good start. I would, but I just feel like there's a middle stretch and there's just something missing to me about them. It's, I have a hard time putting my ha- hand on it, hand on it. It's a good AFC, and I just think if there's one team that I think, ooh, is a kind of a playoff type of team that kind of underwhelms us this year, I'm going to go with them. I'm yeah. going to have them not making the playoffs, just for full disclosure right now. Putting your finger on it, right? I'm putting my that, finger on it. That's what I was, I was trying to think when you said that. I was like, that doesn't, <laughs> I was like that's close. But 
finger, right? Yes. But your whole hand. Why why can't you put, put your whole yeah, hand on yeah, it? Yeah, right. Now right? I totally got my whole hand on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're that confident I'm putting all all five fingers on it. Uh, that's interesting. The Colts are a tough one because it, it you is. want. You, I mean, everyone's got them as a team that could even be in the Super Bowl this year. You feel like the love maybe has gone a little too far with the Indianapolis Colts. So you're going under on 9.5. I, listen, you can sit there. I can say, hey, I can see him beating the Texans week one in Jacksonville and being 2-0 and and then losing the Chiefs and Titans and being 2-2. Two and two. And who knows with the Broncos game, you know, could win that 3-2, and two, beat Jacksonville 4-2. and two. And then, hey, things get tough at Tennessee, the Commanders, Patriots, Raiders, Eagles, Steelers, Cowboys. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just yeah. – there's, 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 it's another team, too, where I guess I don't trust the second weapon on the team yet. Who is that going to be other than Michael Pittman? Is Paris yeah. Campbell? Is it going to be Alec Pierce who, you know, have all shown signs of, okay, I like it, but – they, you know, again, it's not dependable right yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with that hair under there. So under the, the 9.5 over under win total. Titans have the same one, 9.5. I'm feeling you're going to go over I on am. Tennessee. I'm definitely going over. Yeah, 12 I like wins last year. I, they're being disrespected to me. I mean, that's where I don't understand. And again, I don't know. I'm not sitting here going they're going to be 12 wins, but I just feel like nine and a half is too low. I do. One tight end play good. Offensive line. Still going to be good. It's one group there that, you know, I know they're going to coach up and play. We know the tailback's good. I like the way Traylon Burks has looked the last two weeks. Had three catches the other night. To me, just looks faster, quicker, better route runner these last two preseason games, which is encouraging. I've, Ryan Tannehill had a good good, pre, uh, uh, good you know, training camp from everything I've been told. So I look at that, and then I think the other aspect I look at is just go – I did have a hard time thinking the Titans won't be a top five defense in football this mm. year. One, th- their front seven to me is like, it's scary good. Jeffrey Simmons is in the conversation for best defensive tackle in football. Harold Landry is a blue chip pass rusher. Bud Dupree, a year away from the ACL injury, is a blue chip pass rusher. And let alone they have all the other guys to fill in there. I, I Yes, I think people are are sleeping on on the titans you're high on the titans yeah. it's peachy 84 yeah. is as well he goes as a titans fan from new zealand i'm super hyped by what malik willis has shown you yeah too? yeah me too i mean I, I love the way malik Lewis. i don't i don't think ryan Tannehill's on a short leash here though that's where i want everybody to realize what we're saying i don't think this is like oh they're three and three and he's not been a hundred percent great you know, oh, we're going to yank him for Malik Willis. No, this is more of, wow, I'm excited for what they have in the future. Like, his look is the real deal. His throwing, he has an explosive arm, and he has very good control of the ball. Decision-making still in the process of, yeah, getting better at that. You know, took a sack in the game on, I think, his first or second drive the other day, watching back on film, where he's going to look at it and go, oh, man, I had the post route for 50-yard, maybe a 70-yard touchdown, but, you know, the coverage kind of fooled him. Just young, getting used to playing football type of stuff. But, man, everything, we saw drastic improvements in the pocket, reading the defenses just from preseason game one against the Ravens to preseason game number three against the Cardinals to where I just go, and then we see the running and the electric arm and all that. I, I love the way it looked. They definitely have yeah. their guy of the future. It's just does Ryan Tannehill hold them off for another year, or 
you know, is it just a so-so year and they go, okay, let's rip the Band-Aid off. It's time to go Malik Willis. To me, that's the big question. The future is bright. The present is bright. Exactly. For the Tennessee that's Titans. the way to put it. You've got the you, over Robin. on their win total there. The Jaguars, we think the future is bright for them. You do. You liked what you saw when you saw them up close and personal at the first preseason game of the year. <laughs> 6.5. That's an aggressive over-under on the I win know. total because they only had three wins last mm-hmm. year. I, I This is a, one of the... The Jaguars, I'm not picking them to go to the playoffs, right? All right, so when we full disclosure, when we get to the end of this exercise. Okay. But if there was that surprise team, like the Bengals last year, yep. where we went, oh, my gosh, they were one of the worst teams in football the year before, and here they are in the playoffs, the, the Jaguars are the team that I will throw up to go. The team that comes out of nowhere that goes to the playoffs is the Chris Sims Jaguars. That, that's what I would say. Yeah. I, and I'm not picking that, like I said. This one, the six and a half. They're favored in only two games, Pete I, is noting here. I, I, I want to, you know, they're a team that, again, would classify under can they get going early and get a little confidence? If they can just steal a win or two early, I want to say over. Now, what do I want to do? Why didn't they just make it at 4.5 to make it easy for you, right? I know. I'm gonna. I'm so six and a half. This is like one of my toughest ones. I, this is the other one I wrote a flat. Because line you're next to. you're like the Jaguars guy. Well, right I, I, there's a part of me that seven and ten is not crazy. I don't think for this team. You know, they're they're not six, six and eleven. I, so I was. Lo- I'm looking at this. Yeah. So the last time, and of course they're playing one extra game now, but the last time they won seven. So to hit the over. Yeah. 2017, they went 10 and 6, but the time before that was 2010. So we're talking once a decade here, basically. I'm going to go with the over. Oh, my gosh. But just barely. I mean, again, you got the gun to my head, and I got to pick one, so I'm going over. If you're just listening, <laughs> I, I do actually this have a gun. This guy is yeah. gun-loving, gun-loving guy over here. Different one each time. <laughs> uh, so you're going over just I'm going barely. over. Again, and when I say over, I'm talking like seven. But the, to me, they're going to be a better football team. They have a very talented roster. And, you know, I, if it's bad, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think the worst it can be is 6 and 10. That's really about the worst I think it can mm. be. I'd be shocked if it's much worse than that. All right, so if you took the aggressive over on the Jaguars, you're going to have to be harsher to some other teams here, I feel like. I know. Maybe the Texans are that team. Well, I, yeah, I was harsher with the Browns and the Steelers you and were. all that, too. And the Colts. And the Jets. All right, yeah, so maybe, so all right. Yeah, you right. got some love to Look spread you. still. You're fucking being like the <laughs> Twitterverse now. <laughs> yeah, why are you being so mean? Uh, Texans, 4.5. Is there over-under? They had four wins last year. Pete notes here they are not favored in a single game this year. They are a pick em in week 17 versus the Jags. Yeah, I'm going to go under, though. I am. Yeah, under 4.5. I, I am. I, I, you know, again, I just I, – there's not that a lot that I love. There's, there's good. I think they got a lot of their meat and potatoes, as I always say with this team, in place. But there's not enough sizzle on their team yet to where I go, oh, you know, these few guys will get them over the edge in some close football games and help them win. So – that's where I just, you know, and again, maybe they could steal a game early on. Early on, the schedule is not that bad. Uh, Broncos in week two, we'll see what they are. The Bears in week three, okay. Jacksonville in week five, you know, maybe they steal some of these ones. Who knows? The Colts, they always seem to give them an issue. Yeah. Maybe they could steal something. I don't know. But I just look at it overall and just go, ah, I can't do it. And I think the other thing that I just get to is once it goes from about week seven on, it's it's pretty legit tough. I mean – 
it's like legit tough where you go, whoa, okay, Raiders, Titans, Eagles, you know, I know the Giants, okay, we could say that's maybe a push type game. Commanders, Dolphins, Browns, Cowboys, Chiefs, Titans, you know, Jaguars, Colts. So the majority of those yeah. teams have better teams than them. Than but that. again, when yeah. you're bad, every game is tough. I know, that's yeah. right. So, yes. so I'm going to go under, though. Under on the Texans, even yeah. though it was just 4.5. All right, we're getting close to your playoff picks. We're getting hints along the way, but one more division to do. That is the AFC West. Take a look at the odds here. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos. You know, a couple of those teams should be improved. Wow, look at the odds here. If you're listening, you can't look, but I'll help you out. Chiefs are the favorite, but only slightly. Plus 175. Chargers second choice at plus 200, so so close. Broncos right there, too, plus 300. And Raiders still in the mix at plus 600. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's I mean, crazy. arguably the toughest division in football. No doubt. Where do you want to start this? Chiefs, you think they're the favorite? Yes. Yes. 10.5. Way too low for me. Damn. Way too low. Anybody that's been listening to me through preseason, team on a mission. Team on a mission. I like the young pieces they got. I think they're going to be better on the defensive line. I think in a lot of ways they're going to be better on the offensive side of the ball too. So, yes, there you go. I'm picking the Chiefs over 10.5. All right? They're winning the AFC West. Let me just clarify that right now before we get to the other three teams. They are winning the AFC West. Anything else you want? All right, That's you want to it. The wow. show? See you later. No, yeah. I just, no, I just I look at it and go the way Mahomes has looked, the way the offenses looked, the uh, the variety of players that they have mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball, talent wise. You've heard me say I think it can be one of the best pass protecting O lines in all of football. Yep. They got imagination on that side of the ball. The defense has imagination. I think they have more big bodies up front. They got two linebackers in the middle that can fly who are a year older. The safeties are an upgrade with Thornhill and Reed over Matthew and Thornhill. All right. I like the way McDuffie looks. Hopefully he's good after you know getting his bell rung the other night. I know Legeria Sneed over there, Fenton. I mean, I just I like it all. Carlaftis again, ass whooping on preseason game number three. So uh yeah, I'm I'm very bullish on the Chiefs, as you could tell. Why do you say they're on a mission? Because I just feel like a team that lost a Super Bowl, a team that was like played B-plus football for most of the year last year and then got it going and probably are looking at it going, damn, we, we fucking should have beat the Bengals and just kind of fell asleep at the wheel a little bit. It's like the character of those people there are not going to be like, well, we're the Chiefs. We went to the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl the year before that, and we'll just, you know, feed up and we'll, we'll happen again. It just the way they're talking, the way they've played uh, – Mahomes wants to be an all-time great. Andy Reid is an all-time great. I just feel like they got their edge back a little bit, let alone I think they improved their team a little. So I just look at that and go, and then it's they can't win without Tyreek Hill and all that crap. Like I just feel like it's all setting up for them to be the big Jersey State bird in everybody's face. All right, so you're going over on the Chiefs. The Chargers right there with them, 10.5 is the over-under. They did win nine games last year, just barely missed out. On the playoffs, last second to the Raiders, ten and a half. Mm, I know Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson on right. defense now. It's right in this range. It's right in this range. All right. I mean, it's it's like, man, this is this is is a really tough one with me with the Chargers. I don't know where I want to go. Like uh, the, the the way you look at their schedule. First off, I know their roster is really good. I I worry about Brandon Staley a little bit. 
you know, with the aggressive fourth down calls. I, mm-hmm. I do think it cost them in some games. Now, I understand that they won some games because of it, too. But I guess it does worry me. But, man, I look at their team and go, well, there's not really much weakness anymore. The O-line's gotten straightened out. I think they're going to have enough big bodies in the middle to slow down the run a little bit more. Plus, it's year two in Brandon Staley's scheme. I think he's got more of a – they'll have more of an understanding and the more pieces that fit it. Yeah. I almost want to go over with them, too, but just barely over. Like okay, ten point six or like, something like that. <laughs> right, right, something like that. Yeah. I, for again, to be fair, if you're hearing me, yeah, I think they're a ten win, eleven win type of football team. Your guns to my head, your heads to my, your guns to my head again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm going with eleven. I'm going to go with the over here. Wow. All right, yeah. the first eight games, I could see the first eight games for the Chargers. Looking at that, going, whoa, the Chargers are seven and one. Yeah, maybe good start. They could have a good you know start. what I mean. Six and two. Now, the last half of the schedule, the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Titans, at the Colts on a Monday night football game, Rams, at Broncos, that, that's a brutal stretch there to end the season. That's, but, but I could see them coming out of the gate strong and us being like, whoa, they're 6-2 and two or 7-2 and two or 8-1, and one, and I think the Chargers are the best team in football. I, I wouldn't be shocked with that. There's not, you know, other than the Chiefs, there's, they're the only team there that to me that I just go – Definitely better than than them on the roster wise. Right. You showed some love now to the Titans and the Jaguars and the Chargers. Now we got to hammer a team. <laughs> I'm feeling like it might be the Broncos here. You're right. It is <laughs> ten point five, which is way higher than I thought. I'm not. Be. I don't. I'm not going anywhere near there. And to me, this is the most. This is to me the obvious under. I, this is. I'm. I'm shocked by this. Even with Russell Wilson, I know it's. I don't like want to like. I understand how awesome Russell Wilson is, but. I just, again, I guess um, a little bit the way they've looked, all right? I'm not just sold that it's, hey, this isn't like Tom Brady to the Bucks or Stafford to the Rams where the groundwork was already laid, the teams were great, and then they just they just needed the quarterback to get them the, over the edge. This is like, no, it's a brand-new head coach that we've never seen be a head coach. This is different here. This is like a lot of we think these receivers are good, but we're not really sold on it yet. We can't like, you know, write home about it. O-line, okay, it's solid. Not great. Maybe better than Russell Wilson's had the last few years, but I'm not going to go, oh, wow, it's the Denver O-line. Watch out, whoever plays them. Defensively, secondary is awesome. Front seven's underwhelming. So, yes, I don't see 10.5 anywhere near here. I, I think this could be – Six and eleven, seven and ten football wow, team. Six yeah, and eleven. There you go. Hammered a team. There you, you go. You know, Boom. Russ got hurt right. last year. Came back. Right. Wasn't all that great. I'm curious to see how he plays. I am too. And again, I think you know, just being in a new spot, in and, a new spot. You know, getting used to life away from Seattle and just the pressure of all that. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something that I don't love about what. I feel or see with with the Broncos. A lot of changes in Las Vegas as well. New coach over there. 8.5 is the over-under. They won 10 games last year, squeaked into the playoffs, beat the Chargers, got the five seed. 8.5. Seems low. I know. But it's a tough division, too. I, yeah, this is, this is you know, I've, I've said two teams that I had the flat line with, and this is the other team that I'm, like, right on the flat line with a little bit. All right, hold on. Let me pull but my I'm, gun yeah. out here. I'm going to put it to your head. Yeah, I'm right, going to go with go. the under, though. I am. I mean, this is, is again, I don't think it's going to be significantly far under. But, yes, I'm going to go eight. You know, I think the thing that bothers me, again, 
it's a coaching staff that definitely doesn't have the pieces they they want for their schemes. All right. I think that you'll see Derek Carr and the offense put up good numbers. I worry about their O-line. I think that's the first thing to say. Worry about their O-line, and as I pull up their schedule, let me just get to it. Um, I almost think, too, before you get to the schedule yeah. with a with the roster, right. uh, we do have the schedule here, yeah. but with the roster, right. it's like how can – I mean, it was almost a, a shock that they got into the playoffs It was amazing. Year. I mean, they have not really hit on the draft, no. right? And you feel no. like any team that can consistently give you playoffs – they hit on the draft, yes, and they just haven't done that. I think it was almost a small miracle they made the playoffs last year. I, I do. I think it kind of fell the right way for them. It was. I, I think they kind of was over expectations for sure. Yeah. I, at least I look at it that way. And then you talk about offensive line issues. Man, the Chargers to start the year, Titans week three, Chiefs week five. You know the Cardinals do crazy stuff, blitzing and all that too. So uh, I guess I worry about that, and then I just I just look at their defense, and I go, I know they got the two pass rushers. That's real. I'm not sure I'm in love with their interior D line linebackers. You know, nobody to write home about in the secondary, really. So I guess that's where I question it. Let alone, yeah, they're in the AFC West, and they got to play, you know, the AFC South and the NFC West, which is NFC West is really good. And I think we were saying with the AFC South, even though the Titans are the only team I'm looking at to be in that in that you know playoff picture, right. the Colts and Jaguars are not going to be pushovers. So yeah, I, I just I think the Raiders are being a little too highly overvalued for you know yes they got in last year, but some teams had a trip up and stumble down the stretch for them to get in too. And I don't know if I really look at them with this coaching staff and this scheme here as a playoff caliber. Not yet. Team. Not yeah. yet, right? Yeah. Although they are favored in nine games this season, yeah. but none of those games are against opponents in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. So and their end of the season is brutal, crazy. too. That is crazy. And if you if you do look at the end of the year, I mean, their last game of the year is – their last two games of the year are the 49ers and the Chiefs. Mm. Before that's Patriots-Steelers. you got the Rams, the Chargers. I mean – they got, they got a stretch there at the end where I could see them maybe falling apart a little at the end of the season. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, so that's it. That's, that's it. We over did it. under on the win totals. Now it's time to put pen to paper. Maybe I should have been more aggressively under on the, some of those, you know, but... But no, no, I checked we'll it. Say. The math works it's out. Good. The all math right, checks out. I was 267 yeah, for 267. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, all right, so... Eight, eight over and eight under, okay, Pete says. There so we go. Right down the middle. I didn't even mean to do that. Math checks Look out. Look at that. All right, so let's do it. Your seeds. Yeah. The two buys. Right. Who do they go to? Well, there's only one buy, right? Oh, that's right. right. There's it's one new, buy now. That's right. There's one buy NFL. now. Oh, did Pete saying, mess that up? Uh, no, don't worry about no, it. No, Pete. No. Pete no. messed it up. They just let everybody know. Pete no, messed it up. But I didn't catch it, and so I'm going to take the L on that, too. Yeah. Look at what a no, great move by yeah. me. Along with not like getting that. your co-host a birthday <laughs> gift? Yes, yes, you need to take the L on that. Yeah. All right. My my first mm-hmm. run by is the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm putting the Kansas City Chiefs as the number one seed in the playoffs. All right? My rest of my division winners. Yep. I'm going to make the Bills my number two seed. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to make the Ravens the number three seed and the Titans the number four seed. And then I will have the Bengals as five, the Chargers as six, and the Dolphins as seven. Ooh, okay. Yes, sir. All right. There we go. That's my seven playoff football teams so for the this Dolphins year. get in. Yes. They're the, your last team in. The Dolphins, the Colts, and the Raiders were the teams where I came down to to go, ooh, where do I want to go here? You know, those were the three that I just went to. And I'm going to go with the Dolphins because I think McDaniel's going to give the offense a kick, and I just think the damn team's too talented. Yeah. I, I really they, do. They, they got a little bit of a swag to them They now, do. Right? They Tyreek got over going. there, McDaniel. I think so. Yeah, I do. It's, they're going to be interesting to watch. Uh-huh. All right, so I did pick here. Awesome. Here's where I put my neck on the line. Good. Uh, A-line. A-line. Uh, my division winners, I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bengals to win the division. All right, cool. Um, I'm also taking the Colts to win the division. <laughs> so when you were talking there, it made me very nervous. Don't worry. And I'm, and I'm also taking yeah. the Chargers to win the division. Okay, you're going there. The Chiefs will make the playoffs as right. a wild card. The All Ravens right. are in as a wild card. All right. And the Dolphins are in as a wild card. Okay. So I guess we have a lot of the same teams, You just right? have no Titans. I have no Titans. We just switched the Titans and Colts. Yeah, you're right. Just the Titans and Colts. That's it. That's it. Some of the seedings. Yeah. All right. So there we go. All right, you I listen to you too much. That's the problem. You know, our brains become the same. Well, that's okay. I don't think it's. It's. I don't think that's a crazy. This first off, it's not easy in the AFC. It's not. Holy no. cow! I mean, you know, again, you, you got teams like the Patriots that we're leaving out here, and I, I mean, wanted to kind of buy the Browns. I was like, man, that roster's so good. It's just got too much going on. Too much it's turmoil. Too scary. So they were my first. It. They were. They were out. Tennessee was my first team out, and then it was Cleveland. Then Cleveland. That. Yeah, I, I. I hear you there. I don't think that's crazy at all. Um, all right, so let's go to. You want to go to the next round here? Yeah. You so you're, play pick, this out? You're, you're you're playing it out. Yes. All right, but you're going to play it out too. You're going to have go... to figure out your math here. Okay. Oh, you're right. <laughs> all right. So now I got the two seven matchup, which would be Bills Dolphins. Okay. I mean, come on. Yes. Two is going to go up to Buffalo and beat Josh Allen. Negative no. Ghost Rider. So hey, I'm great, picking the Bills. Great right run, Miami. A step in the right direction. Right. You now. got to the playoffs. Right, and then we can still start the questions. Is two of the right guy for the future? <laughs> can he lead them through an AFC playoff in bad yeah, weather? And we will lead that discussion. <laughs> yes. We will lead it for then. Yeah. All right. Three six matchup was Ravens Chargers. Uh-huh. Chargers having to go to Baltimore. Oof. Right. I'm going to take the Ravens at home there. All right. So they got the Ravens winning that one, and then the four five matchup is a a matchup from last year's playoff: Titans Bengals. Cincinnati will go to Tennessee once again and upset wow. the Tennessee Titans. And I'm going to go, yes, with my final four, the Chiefs playing the Bengals, the Bills playing the Ravens, and I'm going to take the Chiefs, get their revenge on the Bengals, mm. and the Bills beat the Ravens. And as much as I kind of want to be different and cool – I'm going to stick with something that's been in my head for the last two weeks, and anybody who's listening to the pod knows. I just think these teams are on a collision course. I think there are two teams that have set off the same vibe to me all preseason, that we don't give a shit if it's preseason game one. We're coming out here to kick your ass and play our guys, and we're going to go after it. And then you add on the quarterbacks and the coaches with it. I just see Chiefs, Bills, Manning, Brady, rivalry it just continues part four here and i'm yeah i'm wishing for it and i think my football mind and intellect tells me that's going to happen so we'll see how good of a game would that be what? right what a yes. rematch back in the Amazing. playoffs 
in Kansas City against the Bills. Uh, that's pretty cool. So Chiefs and Bills, we're not picking the winner there, right? We're going to save that for we'll next time. We'll save that. We'll save that, right. Okay. Let's save our true Final Four of, so we can talk about who's the guest of the Super Bowl at the end of the next one. I skipped all the way ahead to the AFC Championship. And so my AFC Championship game will be the Bills versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. The Chargers have you made go it. The upset. They, you know, they made it. They revamped that defense. The fourth uh, down, go for it, gunslingers. They work out more for them. It all balances out, and I'm taking the Chargers to take a big step. So you're going to have the Chargers beat like the Chiefs, Ravens, or Dolphins in the first round, and then. Yeah, okay, I got you. Then you're okay. All right. Yeah, well, I wanted you to play it out all the way here. I know, I but I was to... I was afraid that I would do something that was not possible. And I'm like, well, so uh, that would di- never happen. Your your division winners though, you're yes. like you think the Bills will be the one seed? Are you picking the Bills to be your one seed, you think? Mm. You're not sure about that? No, I better pick the Chargers to be the one seed because I don't want the Chargers going to <laughs> Buffalo in that game because oh you want them at home and they're I think so dome. yeah they're home in their dome yeah okay yeah, exactly home in their dome yeah no place like home Chargers and Bills I'm going out on a limb with the Chargers here although I do feel like they're going to be a sexy pick and that's always a problem I don't think you're crazy with that one I mean again the charge could the Chargers go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens or you know and my of course they can I don't 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 second guess yourself. You love Herbert. You I love, love Herbert. Herbert. I love the additions they made. I mean, they're not going to have J.C. Jackson early on, but he'll be back, you know, pretty early on in the season. They got Derwin James back. Exactly right. Those pass rushers. What? Come on. I mean, they they got a lot to like about that football team. There's no doubt. So I I don't think that's a crazy thing for you to pick at all. Okay. All right. All right. So that's you sure we don't want to do this, right, Pete? You want to just leave it, or do you want me to give the AFC winners? Do we want to give? Yeah, let's wait. He's a right. wait. Right. We're it's gonna a wait tease. to give our Super Bowl matchup on Wednesday when we do the NFC over yep. and unders. Yep. Okay. But you know what we're not waiting for? What's that? Finally celebrating in proper fashion. Forty two. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching on YouTube or if wait, you're watching on Peacock. Oh my gosh. Chris thought it was gonna be a cake to the face. I was afraid. I would never do that. <laughs> Morgan would not do that. You know, yeah. what, show, what show would do that? Has that ever happened before Yes, here? it has <laughs> happened. And I totally was like, oh, no, I'm dead. I, wow. We need, do we have do we have a uh, instant replay of Chris noticing more? They'll have it later. Up? Oh, my gosh. That was, that was scary. That I'm was, taking this, too. Mm, mm. A man was scared by a cake. Yeah. In if the hands in of Morgan. Face. A man who's had a gun to his head multiple times this podcast was freaked out about a cake. I know, right. The cake's way messier. <laughs> way messier than a gun. Yay. Definitely. Happy birthday oh, to gosh, you. Oh, gosh, don't do this. Happy birthday to please, you. Please, please. Thank to you. Happy birthday, dear Chris. Thank you, thank Happy you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, you guys are so nice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. 42's in the books. All right, everybody. Nice. Yeah, not to the end. That's of it. it. Oh, I got a full day left here. Okay, <laughs> it's not in the books yet. Yeah. All right, everybody. Wednesday, NFC win totals, questions, keep them coming. Ahmed, thanks yes. for not getting me a T-shirt of my own podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you just keep hoarding those. All right, appreciate yeah. it. Eventually, one day, you the man. Maybe forty-five, like a more, 40, like a bigger uh, well, number. We gotta of 50, wait for it. Right. Okay, it's not a big enough one. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, stay good out there. Keep watching football. Send in the questions like I talked about. We'll see you Wednesday. Clap Clap it it up. up on a birthday.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 